Welcome back to The Ball, episode number four. We've been out for a little bit, international break, um, but now The Ball is back. So, the biggest, or one of the big news is in uh, the Premier League was Newcastle. Their team got bought out um, by the Saudi Arabian government, it sounded like, or it was the Saudi Arabian government, right? And... It was the PIF, the Public Investment Fund. So they invest on behalf of the Sau- of Saudi Arabia, and they have holdings worth up to four hundred billion U.S. dollars. Now, the second richest uh, owner in the Premier League, obviously, would be Man City with uh, Sheikh Mansour, and he's down at a measly twenty-five billion. Now, do you think chump change? That's chump change now. Twenty-five billion compared to four hundred billion. Um, well, all this new Newcastle owner, their wealth is surpasses the entire Premier League. Oh yeah, uh, this is this is gonna be. Uh, I mean, I personally think maybe this year they get relegated, or actually probably not. They'll probably start blowing this money during the January transfer window, mm-hmm. right? Get some get, get some <laughs> more guys in there, um, get some more goals in there. Maybe they squeeze out maybe the fifteenth. I don't know. Maybe even. My question is: If you have all this money, why are you buy Newcastle? Hey, that's isn't, true. isn't there isn't there a better team to buy? That's true. I, I mean. I'm su- I'm more surprised that they were even allowed to enter into the uh, Premier League like ownership because you know how apparently the Premier League has strict rules on who can uh, own clubs. They have to have good records and this and that. Um, Are you implying their money's not clean? I'm saying I'm saying their money is clean, but <laughs> their uh, human rights record is not. Mm, Ooh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And uh, actually, in the article, it says Saudi Arabia is trying to sport wash their human rights record away. And now, I guess people are going to be watching Newcastle in Saudi Arabia, and I guess they're trying to become a bit more uh, open to the West or maybe a bit more progressive. But hey, you know, yeah, we'll see if that happens. Let's, <laughs> let's see. Let's see if it happens. But still, uh, still something to talk about. And even at their games now, uh, the Newcastle is pleading with their fans to not wear the Saudi Arabian garments and uh, basically culturally appropriate their their wear. You know, and they that's a release they made out to the Newcastle fans. Uh, do you think it's it's still gonna keep going on? Do you think they're gonna be like you know let's let's not put on let's let's not put on these garments? I think it's gonna be tough. I think those fans are really enjoying it. It maybe not right, but there's a lot of them doing it. Oh yeah, let's let's see what happens. Second second part of the news is kind of uh, we're entering into the the dating scene here a little bit on the ball with uh, Mario Icardi. So Icardi used to play for Inter. And he was teammates with Maxi Lopez. Uh, Maxi Lopez was married to Wanda Nara, who was also his agent. Um, I think Icardi also became, um, or Icardi was being managed by her as well. And then one thing led to another. Icardi ended up uh, taking Wanda away from Maxi. It happens. He's so. a bigger earner, th- earner than uh, Maxi. Huh? Yeah, he, Icardi was probably scoring a couple more goals, you know. But hey, it happens. It happens. Now, Icardi and Wanda have, you know, beautiful, beautiful, nice life. Uh, Icardi goes to PSG, but then now, uh, recently, Icardi ends up cheating on Wanda, mm. and uh, today, Icardi was all over Instagram pleading to get Wanda back. Wanda, please come back that was the cardi on instagram uh, today posted a couple of photos and it escalated a bit 
he threatened to leave PSG if she doesn't take him back. Mm. Now, you, th- you think Wanda should come back even after getting cheated on by, by Cardi? I think you just can't be mixing business of pleasure. I think, I think <laughs> that's just a dangerous choice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not working out for him at all. Man, how how did how did PSG get mixed up in this mess? <sighs> hey, P- PSG is a nice, sexy team to talk about too, because mm. they've got a lot of a lot of stars there. So why not? Why not? Hey. Why not throw this on there? But um, Icardi misses the RP, uh, RB Le- Leipzig game, you know, the Champions League game yesterday. Citing family issues, so he's buying some roses. He's doing you know, it all, man. The car. He, he's buying all the <laughs> he's buying all the AMGs he can find. He's he's doing it all, but this is a developing story. Um, but we'll <laughs> we'll keep track of it. Maybe we'll see. We'll see yeah, what happens. You know what? Let's hope love prevails. Yeah, let's you hope know? let's hope love prevails. Next week, you know, I'll keep you updated with what goes on here. Maybe they come back together. They splitting up. Uh, it, all in the spirit of football, right? That's that's let's keep a close eye on that one. <laughs> I know I will. Let's hop into some Champions League here. So Liverpool, Atletico Madrid. Um three two, Liverpool. Mo Salah scores two again. Griezmann had two goals and also a red card, so um he had a great and also a bad game at the same time. And Liverpool's squeeze through, it was a great game. Yeah, up until that red card from Griezmann, and after I saw that, I could I could tell um, the Liverpool was just gonna uh, go ahead and win the game, which they ended up doing. Uh, Mo Salah, highest ranked player, and he just keeps producing. He just keeps producing. Uh, you think he's he's gonna keep up this pace if he's doing both in the Premier League and also in the Champions League? Because he might get a little tired here, you know. Mo's fit. Yeah, you know he does. You look at him in his jersey. You don't believe it, but then he takes that shirt off after he's <laughs> celebrating. That man, that man's got some fitness going on. You know, he's Muslim. He doesn't he drink, doesn't smoke. You're right. You know, I think I think he's uh, he's gonna be all right. And with this form, I don't see anyone stopping him anytime soon. He's been in that Ballon d'Or talk, so let's 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 see he let's see if he keeps it up. And uh, who knows? Maybe he might be seeing you on top of the podium uh, next next season, possibly. What do we got to say about uh, uh, Diego Simeone refusing to shake Klopp's hand at the end of the match? What do you think oh, that's all about? Hey, look, it happens, man. You lose, you get salty. You know, the, the loss hurts sometimes. And, you know. Yeah. Klopp's not always the most graceful in, uh, in victory either, is he? That's, that, that's true. Especially, <laughs> yes, especially Klopp. And if anybody would not shake someone, else, someone else's hand after a loss, I think it would be Simeone. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you give me a list of managers and you say, all right, Maybe if Mourinho's not up there, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> if Mourinho's not up there, I'm taking I'm taking Simeone to not to not shake the hand. So that's the final three two. It was in Madrid in front of sixty thousand. Yeah, Liverpool avenging their uh, big loss last year in the Champions League to Atletico too. So that was uh, that one meant something for them. It's never it's never over. It's never over. Now, Manu Atalanta. So when I was hearing or reading what happened with this game on social media, um, mostly on Twitter, I feel like people on Twitter just go to the extremes. Um, I was thinking, wow, if Ole lose this game, like he's fired, right? And started reading things like, oh, Ronaldo's washed. Even this past weekend, I was seeing uh, reports, uh, people saying, oh, Ronaldo might be a problem for this team now. He's not fitting well. You know, he's actually making them worse. I'm like, Man, I thought this was one of the best players in the world. Um, they squeeze it out today. Barely. Barely, barely squeeze it out. 
at Old Trafford in, in front of 72,000. Uh, United came out in a 4-2-3-1. And no Pogba in the starting lineup. You think he's just getting a little rest? Maybe they've got Liverpool this weekend, so... Yeah, perhaps it's a rest issue. I, I, he was also uh, mouthing off a bit about Ole over the weekend after oh. their Leicester match. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe that had something to do with it. Okay, maybe. Because I'm looking at the squad, and yeah, some, some those people who played in that, that's their... That's their, that's their game started this game again yeah. but uh, he came, he did come on uh, man or the highest rated player ended up being Bruno Fernandes and he was playing great that ball all those balls he was playing yeah his assist over to uh, uh, Rashford was just lovely mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think he created eight chances in the match I saw that that was the highest by a Man U player in the Champions League since 2003 oh he was balling yeah and, and you also had that Fred McTominay combination there, our favorite, number mm-hmm. six insurance. <laughs> it almost didn't work, but I guess they were covered this game. Uh, ended up conceding still two goals, which this team does not know how to not concede goals. I can't remember the last time United uh, played and had a clean sheet. But when you've got that guy up there. He washes away a lot of problems. Ronaldo coming in with the header. Uh, in like the 84th minute vintage Ronaldo vintage vintage reminded me of the Madrid days and Maguire he's also been getting a lot of of backlash a little bit over his performances uh, mainly in the league but he squeezed it in there he started that comeback and I think Rashford got that second one in Ronaldo I think it was Rashford Maguire Rashford Maguire yeah yeah no he was he was he played a big role in that and you think it's time for him to make his uh Make his stand as one of the best defenders in the league and in the world again? You know, he got the goal and he had a decent performance tonight, but it definitely wasn't uh, outstanding by any means. No. Um, and you're, you're still not a fan? No, I am a fan. You know, especially watching him at the Euros with England, you know, he, he showed that he is a, a top defender, but his form recently, he is coming off injury. Um, so we'll see if he settles in. United, 3 2. Ollie gets the points and gets to keep his job. So, in the league now, uh, the first game I wanted to touch on was the 5-0 smacking of Watford that Liverpool uh, put on. This is this is this is a very Liverpool and Manchester United heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, they they bring up the great points, right? So, five new. Talk me through that one. I'm sure you were going crazy when you're watching this oh i was just blissful Firmino rated a perfect 10 in this game i don't think i've ever seen three goals and assist he's running the show mo salah continues his goal streak um, with a goal and an assist a 9.2 rating um you know granted we were playing watford it was watford that's true but the front three all got on the score sheet we were dynamic on the ball uh there really isn't anything to to not like about this performance from Liverpool. Yeah, you guys were clicking, and it was nice to watch. You dominated the game. You had seventy six percent possession, nineteen shots to six. You think you should, you should be a bit more accurate in front of goal there? Yeah, yeah but, maybe so. But the five yeah. is five is okay. Yeah, five yeah. five <laughs> is okay. Five is okay. So the next game um, that happened over the over the past weekend was the team you're going to be playing um, this Sunday and it's Man U Leicester mm-hmm. now this this game was very special just because I feel like it was one of those 
you know you're going to see something. You know, Leicester likes to play that attacking football. They've got Vardy stretching the lines. They've got Ian Nacho, who was playing amazing. Um, he ended up having an assist. James Madison, amazing in the middle there, although he only had a 6.3 rating. Uh, he had some great touches. He's one of those players that are kind of shifty. He's got great quality. Um, Tailemans. Now, let's talk about Tailemans for a minute here. He's a class midfielder. He's, you know, probably top five center midfielders in the league. He's going box to box. He's do, He's spraying balls. He's making tackles. He's scoring goals. And not just goals. I mean, like, beautiful goals uh, like he did uh, this game. And to answer from Greenwood's goal just shortly after, that Greenwood goal, I've heard people uh, or United players uh say that Greenwood is one of the best finishers that they've ever trained with uh, and he's he's really he's really good at finishing honestly from what I've seen he's ridiculous with either foot either foot you're not sure what he's going to do you're not sure which foot he's going to use but whichever one he does it's coming off clean and might be going in the back of the net um, but United came out in a 4-2-3-1 they had Ronaldo up top who didn't really didn't really do much this this game it was rated a 6.4. You think uh, those defenders gave him a problem there? Maybe he was just a little bored this game? What do you think happened? I don't know how you're bored when you, you need to score a goal and you're behind the yeah. match. I think that, that should be motivation enough for you, right? 6.4, you know. Well, you know, Ronaldo was pretty absent throughout the match, but it's it was really the Man U defense that let him down. Maguire, you know, we were just giving him some praise for the Champions League match, but he mm-hmm. was horrendous in yep. this match you know he had two mistakes that led to goals um, the distribution out of the back wasn't there and he was just letting Vardy and Ian Nacho just run through him Ian Nacho mostly Ian Nacho was giving Maguire some serious problems over there especially at the beginning of the game um, and Sancho ended up getting substituted this guy was you know big big news mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's scored yet this so far this season, at least in the league. Not that I remember of. Yeah. Um, you think he's just having a difficult time adjusting, maybe to the quicker pace, uh, maybe at the big stage here. Well, it's certainly a different pace. It's a much bigger stage too. You know, Manchester United, although they haven't had the success they had in the early 2000s, they're still one of the most followed clubs in the world. Um, Add a Ronaldo in there, you know, everybody's going to be tuning into this team. Um, you know, he's still a young gun. He's coming off of that um, Euros where he was getting a lot of bad press after that missed penalty. He might just be a little bit in his head yet. Yeah, no, he's, I know I know it's in there. You know, Maybe his friend Rashford coming back this game also will give him some confidence. And Rashford comes on the first time in the season, scores a goal. Maybe he's, he's, he's obvious. Maybe he's separating himself from the pack. I think last year if you would asked people, do, who do you think is better, Sancho or Rashford, I feel like, you could have had a good debate. Uh, maybe this is uh, the season that we see. Oh, Rashford. Maybe there's a reason Rashford has that number ten. Yeah. You know, and I'm still waiting to see that reason. I know he's great, but um, I'm looking forward to hopefully watching both of them ball out. But um, let's keep a close eye on that. They're gonna have to beat out Mason Greenwood, and I don't know if I see that happening. It's gonna be. That's gonna be a tough eleven to break into. 
So I guess that that's that's by design, right? I hope that is. <laughs> well, maybe Dude. one of them will transition to that six roll and get a uh, Matic, Fred, and McTominay out of there. Ooh, okay. That that that, <laughs> <laughs> that number six insurance would be interesting. With one of them in there. You got some pace, I guess, in the middle. That's always good. So the big match coming up next week, obviously, Man United versus Liverpool, and. United is projected to come out again in the 4 3 one um, Probably have Pogba back, hopefully. Uh, just, just to get a little bit more action in there. And honestly, I feel like Liverpool is going to win this. They're a bit more solid, um, more solid team so far than United. And if it comes, I think it's going to come down to defense. And if that's the question, it's it's going to be Liverpool winning that battle. Um, this might be the first time I'm taking Liverpool like a. Plus, with Salah's form right now, mm-hmm. I want to say this could. I can see this being like a three-one, easily. Yeah, I think we we have the favorable matchup, even with our midfield maybe not still being fully healthy, having a slight Milner in there. Salah's form's just been too good. Firmino's gonna have confidence uh, coming off that hat trick performance, and like you said, our defense is solid. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manu's uh, missing brain at this point. Yeah, and even even him coming back, it's like it's still, <laughs> still a little suspect. Yeah, it's, it's great, but he's he's not gonna put you over the edge there. But yeah, look at that, we're on the same team here. Hey, hey, for one, we're we're usually battling out in these predictions. Yeah, aren't yeah, we? yeah. So I got th- I've got it three one though. What do you think? You think it's gonna be a bit more uh, more, more more goals than that or less? I think it's gonna be a thrash, and I think we're going three nil. Three nil. Manny's not putting one behind us. You getting that clean sheet, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. 